Welcome to another episode of the Faith Factor Podcast. I am your host, Bishop K. Grace and peace. Today I want to come from Romans chapter 12, verses 19 through 21. And it reads Don't insist on getting even. That's not for you to do. I'll do the judging, says God. I'll take care of it. Our scripture tells us that if you see your enemy hungry, go buy that person lunch. Or if he's thirsty, get him a drink. Your generosity will surprise him with goodness. Don't let evil get the best of you. Get the best of evil by doing good. Today I want to come from the subject or thought, revenge. But I want to just give you a backdrop of that scripture. In the English Standard Version Bible says, never avenge yourselves, but leave the room for the wrath of God. Beloved, we may want to take revenge or repay evil for evil, but Paul reminds us to leave that in God's hands. Refusing to take revenge avoids grudges and feuds. This attitude makes possible the actions Paul recommends in chapter 12 verse 20 in human practice revenge is repaying evil for evil with interest because our personal demands for justice are mixed with wounded pride hatred and sinfulness opportunities for revenge ought to be consciously turned over to God this advice is helpful to us not only in dealing with opponents but in family situations It is so easy to strike back verbally or in our minds when a family member dominates, criticizes, or belittles us. Paul's advice is not to act vengefully, for it is written in Deuteronomy 32-35, it is mine to revenge, I will repay, said the Lord. Vengeance, when taken in human hands, only serves to destroy the good it tries to defend and make evil grow by feeding on itself. Paul challenges believers to trust that ultimately God will ensure that his just vengeance will be taken. And then he challenges us and says, on the contrary, just the opposite of repaying with evil and taking revenge is caring for our enemies. Believers are not simply expected to abstain from evil. Rather, they are expected to actively pursue opportunities to benefit their enemies. We are instructed, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. The principle here is that we should care for the 
enemy's needs. God invites us to observe our enemies and at the very points of weakness where a counterattack of revenge must be the most effective, we should mercifully <laughs> meet that need. And he says, by doing this, you will heat burning coals on their head. This statement comes from Proverbs 25, verses 21 through 22. It has been interpreted that in at least three ways. And one way is it may refer to an Egyptian tradition of carrying a pan of burning charcoals on one's head as a public act of repentance. By referring to this proverb, Paul is saying that we should treat our enemies with kindness so that they will become ashamed and turn from their sins. He closes out with, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Brothers and sisters, do not give in to your desires to take revenge or retaliate with evil. Instead, act in a positive way. Paul comes full circle back to this point of verse 9. To hate evil is to overcome it with good. When we hang on for dear life to those things that are good and to God, we will be overcoming evil. All of this will be accomplished to the degree that we allow God to create our sincere love. One of the hardest areas in which to trust God is in the matter of justice. Beloved, when we perceive an injustice, we want to see the guilty partly punished. We want to justice to prevail especially when we are the victim. We become impatient if we are not avenged quickly. Yet God wants us and warns us that vengeance is not our prerogative. We are to desire justice, but we are not to seek vengeance. When someone offends us, our responsibility is to respond to the offense with forgiveness. God takes the responsibility to see that justice is done. God loves people too much to allow sin to go unchecked. Brothers and sisters, Peter claimed that God is not slow about his mercy. My goodness. And his promises to us. But he is patient and long-suffering before he brings about judgment. Yet, ultimately... God has prepared for absolute justice. There will be no sin committed that he will leave unpunished. Either the punishment will fall on his son or it will be changed against the sinner. But everyone will ultimately give an account for everything they have done. Beloved, God is absolutely just and only he can ensure that justice is fully carried out. If we are impatient, and seek revenge, we presume that we are wiser than God and we reveal the blank lack of trust that God will do the right thing. Only by trusting God's sovereign wisdom will we be free from our anger and preoccupation towards those who have committed evil. If we refuse to trust God's justice, we become enslaved to bitterness and anger. We must guard our hearts and trust God to exercise his judgment 
against those who oppose him. I love superhero movies and one of them is the Marvel franchise, the Avengers, because God is our Avenger. The weapons may form, but they will not prosper. Let me pray for you. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come giving your name the glory, the honor, and the praise. God, we thank you, God, for all that you have done, all that you are doing, and all that you are going to do. Oh God, we thank you right now, God, that when our enemies and those who are in opposition of us have retaliated, have caused harm against us, have let us down, have violated us, God. Father God, I ask right now, God, that you will give us a trust in you that you will handle it. God, I ask right now, God, in the name of Jesus, Father God, that you will renew our minds, God. Father God, that you will fix our hearts, God. Father God, that you will put the spirit of Christ, God, in our lives, God, so that we can forgive, God, so that we can move on and complete the assignment, God, that you have given us. Oh, God, only you are a heart fixer and a mind regulator. And God, I ask right now, God, for all those who have done wrong to us, God. Father God, just allow us, God, to sit back and to trust, God, your justice. Oh, God, we just thank you right now in the name of Jesus. God, first and foremost, God, you said that if we confess our sins, you will cleanse us from our sins and forgive us for our sins, God. Father God, and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. And God, we thank you right now in the name of Jesus, God. Oh, Father God, for the brand new mercy that you have given us, God. God, I ask right now, God, that you will bless my friends today, God. Father God, that you will give them, God, what they need to sustain, to maintain, God, and to refrain from reacting. Oh, God, I thank you, God, for all that you have done, all that you are doing, and all that you are going to do. Oh, God, I glorify your name right now in the name of Jesus, because there is none like you. And God, we just love you. We praise you. We give you all the honor. We give you all the glory. God, I ask that you will order my friend's steps today, God. Oh, Father God, that you will lead them, that you will guide them. God, in the path of righteousness. Oh, God, bless our children as they go to school. God, bless us as we travel the highways and the byways to get to and fro work. Oh, God, Father, we just glorify your name for you are our shield you are our buckler you are the lifter of our head and god i just magnify your name right now in the mighty name of jesus because god you are worthy and worthy to be praised oh heavenly father we just thank you we give you all the glory we give you all the honor in jesus matches name we pray amen listen friends that is my time and remember that god loves you and I do too. Thank you for joining me on this podcast. Have an amazing day. Till next time. Bye now.